Welcome back to the Helihead Show. This is episode 110. I am your host, Skids. We are, uh, I guess, not taking a break. We're breaking, but not breaking. So we're here, but we have Daryl here. Hello, sports fans. How are you tonight? Hmm. And we've got old uh, Chipotle Cholo. I'm no? not responding until you say <laughs> something nice about Chipotle. Uh, um, Besides that, everybody, hey, how's it going? <laughs> yeah, this show's already in the shitter. Yeah. Well, it will be after you eat Chipotle. Eat Chipotle. I already uh-huh. did, and I didn't shit yet. It's You're coming. the one fucking ripping ass in the microwave. <laughs> now you can taste your own fart in your fucking little poofy mm. thing. Mm. I chew on it like nipples. Ugh. <laughs> That'll be editing a lot tonight, Kevin. Uh, I got tomorrow. We got a 10-minute show. Yeah. Six hours of recording. Yeah, we'll end up... <laughs> I'll cut everything out. That's how it works. Yeah. Well, cool. Welcome Hi, back, you guys, from our not so much a break. Not so much a break, huh? Yeah. So no gooch. Um, I'm not sure what happened. Maybe you got caught up with family, but uh, the show must go on. It should, so. and it will. Anyway, what have you guys been up to? I mean, I know what we're going to talk about, but, you know, Daryl, what have you been up to? Anything fun in the last week since we last were together? Uh, since our last cuddle? This, this is the last cuddle? Yeah. Um, who was the big spoon and who was the little, the big and little spoon? Who was who? I don't know, to be honest. Um, okay, you were the I don't spoon. think I... F- I was the little spoon. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I... F- flown since last podcast at my local field should i say okay well we can uh uh we can cover that in the weeks if you want but uh oh yeah so you guys just want to jump right to it yeah we're just gonna jump right to it yeah because i mean cholo he's chomping at the bit so All right, let's go ahead and kick this off proper. We've got uh, the the old ob- obligatory. Thank you for everyone for downloading and streaming and listening to our podcast. We do appreciate each and every one of you. So without further ado, let's uh, jump into our weeks. And uh, who wants to go first? You guys want to do rock, paper, scissor? I can go first. Hit it. It was a pretty short and simple go. week. Um, the, week yeah, the week before Winter Bash, I went through like an incident management class to control big fire scenes and stuff like that, like uh, building collapses and stuff. And uh, Oh, wow. Pretty much, yeah, so went through a bunch of that. So now I am certified to be able to handle large mass incidents. You're, you're, scary. you're able to handle large masses? Yeah, I do that every day when I go to the bathroom. <laughs> I don't doubt you. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you you felt it. Don't worry. The show's going to the <laughs> toilet quick, gents. Exactly. Yeah. But, uh... I also, and I just spent the week getting the also getting the camper ready and all that stuff packed up for Winter Bash was pretty much which we're going to talk about later on. So that was pretty much my week. 
All right. Well, Daryl, do you uh, have anything before Winter Bash that you want to talk about? Uh, nothing really except for the last minute chaos of, uh, I think I'm going to get on a plane and fly halfway across the country. No, excuse me. All the way across the country to go to winter bash. Yeah. And mm-hmm. holy shit, I need a golf case. Uh, I tried quickly to purchase a, a used golf case in my neighborhood Torrance, which one popped up immediately, but it by the time I got over there and picked it up from the lady, she was really nice. It was dark. I couldn't see very well. Uh, it wasn't that much money anyways. And I brought it home and I did the whole, you know, get my son to bed, da da da. And, I, and then I ran out to the garage and I grabbed a raw and I opened up the case and I stuffed the raw in there. And I was like, this thing is way too small, mm. way mm. too small. So I went crap, crap, crap. Am I going to have to run to one of the, 2,500 golf stores that are in the SoCal. Seriously, there's so many <laughs> golf shops in my, it's kind of bizarre. Uh, cause, maybe because I don't mm. golf. Uh, but uh, I, Amazon, boom, SKB case to my door, mm. prime, two days. Yeah, those are nice fired. too. Yeah. yeah, those are really nice cases. Yeah, it showed up in two days. It was gargantuan. Um, that was great. And then just did the uh, last minute prep of plane ticket, hotel, car rental. Um, da, 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 da. And uh, got the family ready so I could go out of town for a couple of days. That's so nice. awesome. That was yeah. kind of my week. Yeah. I remember you, you gave, uh, you shot me a message. And you're like, hey, I'm going to Winter Bash. And I'm like, no fucking way. It was yes, like Christmas came early. So, it did come early. Yeah. Winter bash. Uh, it's like Christmas. it snowed in Florida. <laughs> yeah. Totally true. Yeah. Super, super excited that you were going. Definitely uh, made the trip worthwhile. But, uh, man, we'll get into Whoa. that, too. Yes. Um, Otherwise, so, uh, yeah. currently, I'm, I purchased my Black Friday purchase was not online. I bought a uh, gently loved ExoPower V2 Enemy. Did you really? Fully built. So I'm, yes, that was my um, present to myself. Um, It's uh, behind me somewhere. I lost it. I kind of been, I started on it the other day, just slowly putting electronics in it. Nice. Nice. So. Uh, So, Cholo, did you make any purchases on Black Friday? No. Didn't buy anything. No purchases? Okay. No purchase for Black Friday. Just All right. Buy other people my, presents. There you go. One of my best purchases on Black Friday was I bought myself a new battery for my V-Control Touch. Oh. Which Ooh, I did. noticed at Winterbrash helped immensely. Nice. Did you double the radio the- was on all day. Do you do the double packs, the two, the single cells? No, I cells, didn't do or? the double pack. I was a little, uh, I couldn't get a hold of anybody to ask them about the double pack situation. So I figured, well, let me just get one just in case, blah, blah, blah. And uh, once I opened up the radio, I kind of realized, oh, that's how the double pack goes. Okay, I get it. Um, I can always buy another battery. But I think I'm okay. Uh, like I said, I had, the radio was on almost every day at Winter Bash. And I would take it back to the hotel and charge it, and it would be about fifty percent. So oh, I was like, "Oh, yeah, nice, yeah, very cool." So that was good. 
Very Good cool. Call. Yeah. Anything else? Nope. Stuff. Stuff. <laughs> okay. Stuff. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Same for me. Um, the only thing that I did do is I finished up the Tron and uh, the the uh, Tron Advance, and uh, I know we talked about that last show, and I was mentioning how I needed to maiden it, and I just simply never got around to it. And you know, life has just been stupid busy, and um, yeah. So it it actually made its first debut, uh, you know, at Winter Bash. And so, uh, again, we'll, we'll talk more about that here in a little bit, but other than that, it was just, uh, prepping for Winter Bash, making sure that I had everything in a row, uh, you know, and, um, kind of assessing what I needed to take and blah, blah, blah. But, uh, and talking with Daryl as far as like things that we needed to bring and, uh, to help him out. But other than that, uh, not really a whole lot for me either. Um... I think that was about it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, we can move on. It's might may, may be a short show. You never know. Uh, so do we have anything in uh, the next segment? And who wants to do the honors? What's popping? Yeah. Oh, very uh, aggressive there. Yeah. It's not as, not as nice as Diamante. He's a little more on the sensitive side of it. <laughs> I just want to get it out there. Yeah, you just want to... Okay. How does D say it? What's poppin'? Yeah, what's poppin'? What's poppin'? Yeah. <laughs> Todd's hopping. Need a soundbite drop Todd's hopping. Yeah. What is poppin'? You know... The, uh, the new yeah. Gooski R7. Yeah. Uh, so, we can... Let's go ahead and, and, and take that little excerpt out of the weekend, and we'll just talk about it right now. How about that? I yeah. like it. We saw it. Who we saw it. It, it I was did not uh, fondle, yeah. But we saw it. We uh, we saw it. I touched it. It was cool. You fondled it's, it just a little bit. I mean, I didn't get crazy. I didn't mm. like, you know, I didn't I didn't steal it like Tom Shin did. Yeah, I was gonna say Tom know? Shin stole it and brought it over. That's when I looked at it. Yeah, which it was. It's crazy. Oh. The it does have a very low parts <laughs> count. <laughs> oh, you and Tom like double teamed it, huh? Okay. No, I just looked. I was sitting across from it, so I just watched. Oh, oh, you're watching. Yeah, yeah. I'm a peeper. You're that. a peeper. You're a peeper. Uh, yeah. So, uh, you know what, man? The canopy looks great. I, I was a little leery about the color choice. Uh, it is the yellow, pink, and blue. Uh, the blue is actually metallic. In case anybody is curious, uh, it's very cool looking. Uh, the looks you know, good in the air. It does. It really does. Um, yeah. The tail fin already had what I assumed to be decals. Uh, the, those mm-hmm. are the, the kinds you wet. They're not stickers. Um, and it, it actually came already, you know, done up with the uh, decals. So I don't know if it's going to be that way in the kit. Uh, because I think this one might have been, and dare I say, that it was a pre-production, possibly, maybe. I'm not real sure. Yeah. Uh but even like the main head, you know, the head and, and grips and the pitch arms and things, they all looked really great. Oh, yeah. Massive swash plate. The thing was gig- gigantor. Yeah. Um, but I, it, rightfully so, I think it's a 15 mil shaft. Mm-hmm. Uh, even the tail output shaft was like, my God, it was huge. It looked like an 8 mil shaft. Like, it was insanely big. Um, so, 
the boom was just shy of 35 mil. Uh, from what I was told, I was not given an exact number, but it's shy of 35. So uh, nice big boom. Um, um, when they say low parts count, I, I, I definitely see what they're saying, mm-hmm. but there's still stuff in there. You know what I mean? Like, it's not yeah. like it's... <sighs> I don't know. It, it would be interesting to know the difference of parts count versus maybe some other other helis that are out there. But I don't know that I would say it's the lowest parts count, but it is a low parts count. How about that? I um, think they're all pretty much getting that way, though. They all with that yeah lower parts count idea. Well, they're right. definitely leaning towards the. I don't know if you're familiar with the triangle, right? You know, like um, cost effectiveness, quality versus performance, right? And you kind of, no matter which direction of the triangle you go, you're going to lose one or the other. Yeah. And I think that a lot of manufacturers these days are trying to keep it light and they're trying to really hone in on performance. Mm -hmm. So that being said, uh, this is my uneducated opinion. Uh, I don't know. If it's one of those helis that would fare well in a relatively decent crash, I'm not saying like, you know, you tap a blade, you grab hold and you're like, oh, that turned out well. I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying like, it's, you know, something that you, you put it in, you know what I mean? Like in, maybe you don't get to hold in time or whatever. Like, I I don't know how it's going to fare. Um, It'll be interesting to see once other people get them, but um. It looked great. I thought it looked great. Yeah. Uh, I think it flew great. Uh, I saw some some folks flying it, and um, Bert flew it, uh, and that was cool. Uh, I got to see, you know, uh, a lot of these guys who've been in the industry for a long time. You know, folks like to see, you know, um, the veterans take a pull on on helis, new helis that are coming to market, and uh, and he definitely held nothing back. I would say. Uh, so, <laughs> did you guys see it? Did you see yeah, it? Yeah, I know. Yeah, you hear yeah. that? You heard uh, that thing? Though. I mean, he was ripping on this thing. So, yeah, uh, yeah look great. Um, you know, so we'll see. But what's the price? Well, you can get it without blades for seven ninety nine, and with their seven hundred blades for eight ninety nine. This is me being a hobbyist slash podcaster not affiliated with teams but i'm telling you it's it's maneuvering that way right where prices are beginning to come down and if you are of the opinion that kits are still over a thousand dollars i don't know that that's going to work for very much longer at least for the next few years i think i think that you know there's companies out there that that are coming to the plate pretty strong uh, yeah. you know, and, and bringing really great kits that are sub a thousand dollars. You know what I mean? I mean, with blades or without blades, ir- irrelevant, but the fact that they're coming down in price is, is a great, great thing. So, um, yeah, really dig that. No, a hundred percent agree with you on that. Like the cost is just, it's nice that they're coming down. I mean, you look at like that 700, you can get, it's the same cost. It's, what twenty five dollars cheaper than like an oxy five? Yeah, yeah. I think uh, an oxy five is like seven. Let me look on a main. Is it really seven seventy five? Yeah. Right, seven seventy five. Yeah. So for a six hundred, so so you could get a seven hundred class. Now, does that come with blades? This that, is it. Doesn't I right? Think, 
doesn't come with blades. Most of them, the oxys don't come with blades. I never realized that they were yeah. that high. That's crazy. Um, oxys yeah. are always a lot of higher price than most. You get a 700 for the cost of a, a 500 or a 550, 600 size machine. Right, right. And their oxy flash, of course, it, it it's 899 without blades, right? Right. Um. So, but I think... I, I don't want to say I, I I think the flash looks really great too, but I think that's mm-hmm. also targeting the more lighter weight 700 range. I don't think that it's, right. you know, where the gooski is kind of trying to target a full high performance 700 that can swing larger blades, but mm-hmm. that's actually a good question. Uh, were they 715s or were they the, they were 700s? the 700, the zero 700s. So does it swing larger blades? Do we know? I do not know the answer to that. Let me see if I could find that answer for you real quick. Yeah. Because if it does swing larger blades, then that definitely puts it into a much different category, right? Yeah. You know? Uh, I don't see... I thought I heard someone say that you can swing larger blades. I thought... Yeah, I don't really see much right now. But okay. But yeah, I mean, I wouldn't. I mean, to be honest, the way it's built and the way it looks, it looks more of like if you were to compare it to like even like Tron, like the Tron Advantage or the Tron Dynamic, like mm-hmm. even or the same thing with like it's like more of the raw side of it instead of the Puma. The way it looks like it's built. Right, right. So, yeah. right. So it's it's definitely a a you know high performance seven hundred. It's not a lower head speed. Well, intended for low head speed uh, machine like the Dynamic or um, the the Puma, right? Right. So, Correct. so even the Puma, what is that? That's is that seven ninety nine? How much is that one? I forget. And it comes with blades though. So Puma. So like eight thirty nine. Is that what it is? Something like that. Yeah, it's Am like I wrong. Eight- no, you're close, Kevin. Okay. I can't keep track myself. And then the dynamic. Uh, you know, is... but it's interesting, though. Sorry, the I was, I was just going to say that. Is, yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. A lot of the kits that, I mean, take it for example, the summer sale was insane. Like, you could get a raw. What was it? wasn't a raw. Yeah, it was like six eighty four bucks or something. Yeah. Oh, it was yeah. cheap. Yeah, it was really low. Um. So, yeah, but those are special circumstances, right? I mean, so if we ignore the fact that you know they did some mega huge sale and it's just an everyday, you know, stop by the shop to pick up a new kit kind of thing, right? That wouldn't be it. normally the case, right? Um, right. Well, I mean, uh, you, yeah, you can get a Puma for eight sixty nine. 869 and then the dynamic is like 799 but that's without blades mm-hmm. without blades so so 899 with blades but you're getting a full-fledged 700 it's not intended for lower head speed so yeah man i mean they're they're coming in hot right i mean so oh, yeah. i you know i i think it's great uh i don't i, I would like to see it in more people's hands um I, of course, I, I say that about every kit, I think, is like, I want to see it in normal people's hands. I want to see it in hands that <laughs> aren't quite as generous and, um, like myself, um, and, you know, really see how it holds up at that point, you know? 
Yeah. Some yeah, because you know those guys they can make a two by four fly great. Right. Right. True that. People like Justin Cook, right? It's like mm-hmm. the dude could fly oh, yeah. you know, like you say, a two yeah. by four with a, a forty twenty five motor make the thing look like it's a hot rod, you know? Yeah. I mean, so it kills it. Yeah. But pretty cool. Was yeah, there anything pretty, yeah, I don't was there anything, anything else? Listed, gentlemen. I don't oh, see as anything far as listed blades? gentlemen about the blade size. Okay. All right. No, but that's pretty much a, the newest thing out right now is they're talking about that, that Gooski. Mm-hmm. I, I did see like they did that video where they were showing them pushing down on the skids. Did you see anyone else see that? I didn't see that. Do they like flex no, back? No, they were like pushing the heli down to the frames hit the ground and it was bouncing off the ground. So oh, wow. um, I this might be predating you guys, but that was a really huge thing back in the day with Protos, uh, like the Protos 500. Uh, there was somebody, Gorilla Skids, I think is what they were calling them, something like that. And basically, you could squash the heli to the ground and they would never snap. So it was like this very pliable plastic, but it was also very durable as well, where, you know, if you kind of had a bouncy you know, landing, then it would absorb all of that and, you know, mm-hmm. the skids would not break. So they're. Mm-hmm pretty much for the most part indestructible. So, uh it I I and I don't know where you're going with this, but I'm just going to kind of head it off with like it's not something we've never seen. Right. But no, I thought it, it was neat that they're doing that. It is cool that they're doing it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, well, cool. Is there anything else that we saw? I know there was some discussions about 12 volt servos and blah blah blah. I think uh there was someone there with the uh what are those not high tech? Um the KSTs. Well, the torque. torque, 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 torque. Yeah, so I think yeah. somebody there had 12 volts going or something. Um, I, I again, we, we've talked about that before. Yeah, that, um, that last show we talked about the yeah. those servos. But I was just trying to think about, was there anything else? It was pretty cool that there was some Nitron, or not Nitron, Nitrons, but also um, the Advance uh, helis there. Um, so mm-hmm. that was really cool too to start seeing that stuff kind two? of cropping up. Well, there was two, but I think there was a couple other guys that had them down further, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Um, oh well. And I uh, gotta say this about that. Holy crap, that thing is just bright as the sun in the sky with that paint scheme. It's uh, just like for mile that size. Yeah. It's like, whoa. Was that Ben with the orange? Whoa. Yeah. Ben's yeah. Yeah. And, so and uh Nick was flying like way down there on the other side of the station, and I could just see the thing. I could just see spots of orange floating in the sky. I was like, "Oh, gotcha! Yeah, yeah, yeah." Um, so Ben, uh, when he put his together, he wanted to use the the fusion boom, and so the seven point uh, not the advanced, but the seven point uh, Tron electric heli. It it had this boom that came out later called the fusion boom or something, and so it has paint and colors on it and stuff, and so uh, it has like white and the the orange that sort of matches the canopy paint. And so Ben Ben went that route, and it really does. It it shows up yeah. with with the orange canopy and that boom together. Like it certainly pops. Um, mine has the gray and yellow canopy with, I think white or something. Um, but the, the gray is definitely tough on, you know, cloudier skies. Uh, but it also, you can buy a fusion boom for it as well. And it has the white and yellow paint on it to match the yellow of, you know, the canopy. 
So, uh, so you can definitely go that route if that's something that you're interested in, uh, and and buy those separately, of course, and they work just fine. I think there was some discussion about the belt, um, maybe being too snug or something, uh, and someone like shaved off a bit of the end of the boom, uh, to make it fit better, but. I, I Ben and I didn't do that, and yeah. we didn't see any need to do that at the moment, um, unless somebody comes down the pipeline and says, "Hey, here's why." But uh, just looking at it and understanding, you know, what they did, I didn't see a need for it right out. So, but his flies fine, man. It flies really good. Uh, Bert was very impressed with his. Uh, he actually flew Ben's and he flew mine. But it flies good even out the box. It's definitely one of those kits that. You know, it 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 wouldn't require a lot of tuning if if you know unless you're somebody who is very experienced and you have very specific needs, uh, then then definitely you you would probably do some tweaking. But really and truly, out of the box, the thing flies amazing. It's really good. So, but anyway, was there anything else that we saw that's newsworthy? Mm. No, Florida. I mean, yeah, they did some. Like more, just talk about the event, pretty much. So no, okay. I think it was pretty good. Yeah. I think it's pretty much it. Okie dokie. All right. Well, I guess let's uh, take a break, and we'll be right back. <laughs> Yo, dog, I'm flexing. You're flexing? That's right. Okay, okay. What are you flexing? And I'm afraid to ask this. I'm not just flexing. I'm parabolic flexing. <sighs> are you talking about a Nick Maxwell Revo Blades, skids? <laughs> yeah, dog. These things are sick. I'm hundo flipping and rolling faster than you, baby. You're an idiot. Yeah, whatever. Going flying. Flex you later. If you want to flex like skids, get over to nickmaxwellproducts.com and order a set of Revo blades today. Welcome back. So uh, this evening we are going to talk about an amazing event that we all just attended. Yep. And it was amazing because Daryl showed up. Yeah. Mm. Not Cholo. Mm-mm. No. I was going to say it went down when you came up. <laughs> you know where I screwed up, Cholo? I don't think we got a fucking photo together. I said you told you told Kevin you were going. Yeah. But you guys didn't do a picture. No, we were busy. Mm. We were, no, did you, wait, did you get a picture? Oh, you took a picture of your buddy when we were flying. Yes. That was, uh, you're not in that one. Yeah. Cholo kept disappearing to his camper. My mom came and visited me, so I was spending time with her, too. I didn't mm-hmm. see your mom. Did she ever come to the flight line? She came and hung out for a little bit. Oh, wow. Well, I know was- a deep, dark, dark, dirty secret that Cholo was making his mom do, though. What? Clean his camper. He was making her try to win stuff on the raffle. Oh, yeah. Christmas presents. 
I was trying to save her money. <laughs> Snap. Uh, it's, I think that's I think that's not a deep dark secret. That's just trying to look out for my mom's best interest and support the club. <laughs> Let's talk about the raffle real quick. Goodness. Let's start with that. You want to start with it? Let's do it. Go ahead. First of all, me being greedy, I didn't win a thing. Mm. Oh. It's fine. Uh, most of my money went into the uh, the Travis Kitty. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. It was cool. And so, but to see that, you know, I was really like, "Oh, Kevin won, cool." And then he just turned around and uh, I, I don't want it. And Bert was like, "What do you want to do with it?" And he was like, "Auction it off. I don't care." And then I was like, "Okay." And I think I bid. Bert started out with 200 and then somebody was like 225 and then I said 250 and then I have I still don't know who that gentleman was that was like 1000 Brian English Brian, Brian English, English yeah. and then I was like well I'm out <laughs> Yeah yeah super rad though no, that was that, very very cool yeah. super rad the big being that's going to Joe and Travis and all them yeah. like that's super awesome that it's cool that it's well it's nice that it's not one of those things that have faded and been forgotten that yes. the heli community is still, still continuing going. to yeah. help and do the best they can. It may not be in the large amount of sums that they're doing, but every no. event someone does something, it's mm-hmm. really cool. Yeah, yep. I agree. Yep. Yeah, um, he, yeah, it was a very emotional moment. Um, because, you know, obviously, um, you know, the, I think there is some improvements from what Bert and Susie were saying, but. It, it, he's still very much, you know, critical. And, um, you know, unfortunately at this point, for those that you, that don't know, uh, you know, he, well, Joe and his wife are actually having to return back to work to, you know, to start footing some of the bills because, you know, some of that money's running out. And, um, and so they're, they're having to, to, you know, go back to normal life and aren't able to, to be by Travis, you know, daily. And, and so he was uh, transported one more time, was he not? Yeah, he just got yes. transported to another hospital that deals with what he's going through right now. It's like one of the top three in the in the country, and they're addressing that right now. Crazy, right? So obviously, I from my understanding is is that the Reyes family is flying back and forth like every weekend or something silly, so that they can be with him and. I mean, I I don't know about you guys, but that's just I, that in itself would take its toll, you know. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, just a quick little reminder: like, if you guys could, by all means, find it in your hearts to to help these folks out, especially during Christmas right now. I mean, the best gift you could give them is the ability to maybe, you know, take a couple weeks off and and go be with Travis over Christmas, so that way they're together. Um. But you know, that costs money and uh, them being away from home and work obviously costs money. So if there's anything that you guys can do, please do. But it was uh, it was very cool. It was a little over two thousand dollars, I think, is what was raised between that Correct. kit and then other yeah, yeah. donations. Um, mm-hmm. So very, very cool. Um, you know, I mean, Winter Bash always brings big, big items, man. It's pretty cool. Yeah, so, they do. Um, you know, I don't I, I think everybody was a winner on that one. Whoever got stuff except Daryl. Except for Daryl. Yeah. Yeah. I got swag. There you go. There you go. You did, actually. You got a BK Hobby shirt. Oh, right now? Oh, and a X Nova shirt. And 
Theta sweat. Dang. Loaded up. Yeah. Thanks, Bert. Yeah, man. It's keeping me so, warm. Yeah. In the 50 degrees, the freezing, <laughs> tepid it's winter been, outside. It's been terrible. It's 68 degrees here. Oh, my, oh my goodness. God. It's like 45 here. <laughs> so. It's a different cold. Yeah. Different cold. So, Cholo, when did you get there? I got there Friday morning early because my class ended up running into Thursday longer than I wanted to. So I ended up coming in Friday morning, loading camper up, driving that, getting it all ready. And it was it was a good driving trip. It's weather was nice. It was I, it was warmer than I thought it was going to be. But yeah, like it, it did pretty good. The only thing is I had a little bit of generator issues. Mm, and so I had right. to get take get that taken care of. Luckily, I had John, John and Justin Cook next door. So the one night I brought your generator, and then the next night I hooked into theirs, and just enough to get the fan running because it was cold enough out to where you could just open the windows, and it was nice. But yeah, I ended mm-hmm. up getting there Thursday. What about everybody else? Yeah. So so Ben and I we drove in Thursday night, and um, uh, so to talk about that, I mean, poor Ben. You know, he. He had been in Seattle all week and uh and and literally flew in um I think he got to the airport at like eight in the morning, something like that, and didn't land in Charleston until like you know four thirty or after Oof. and got the rental car and stopped by his house long enough to grab a few key items like his heli and radio and batteries and underwear i I, I literally think that he like unpacked a suitcase threw more clothes in, got in the car and came to my house within like 20 minutes of, of being at his house. And, and so, um, you know, drove to me. And then of course, you know, we had to load everything up, um, and, uh, and, and get everything in there for, for the rest. But, uh, but yeah, but we, we had a good time, man. It was a lot of fun. We, we drove down, uh, and, you know, it was late, both tired, but you know, it, it was what it was. And, and yeah, it was really funny because I remember we got to the hotel and uh, I said to Ben, I said, yeah, man, just throw something on the TV and like something we can go to sleep to. And as soon as I said that, I rolled over and within two seconds, I was gone. It was like, you didn't even, you didn't even like give me a chance to find anything and you were asleep. So I was freaking wasted. And um, yeah, man, it was crazy, but I was so tired. But uh, felt pretty good the next day and uh, met up with everybody at the field. Actually, first we met up with you, Daryl, down in the lobby of the hotel and had some scrumptious breakfast. Yeah. Mm. And um, man, it was so cool. It was just in the flesh, Daryl Thorpe. Yep. So that was cool. Hotel. Yeah. Uh, I flew, I left LA. I decided to red eye it instead of flying all day. Thursday. So I left LA 11 PM my time on Wednesday and got into Orlando at six 30. Yeah. About six 30 in the morning. Okay. And Oof. then, um, try to figure out where things were obviously new airport, never been to Orlando before, uh, found the rental car pretty easily lugged all my crap. And then, um, uh, it's weird. The the reservation said, "Please check in with the front counter." Uh, but then when I checked in with the front counter, they're like, "You're a gold member. You can just go right to a car." I was like, oh. 
So, uh, you know, got a sweet ride and then, um, went to the hotel just, to, uh, my, my plan was, is just red eye it. I got a little sleep on the plane, go to the hotel, maybe take a little bit more of a nap and then get up and then start my day. But I was, I was too, st- I was too amped. I was too excited. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So Friday we all got to the field and, mm-hmm. um, um, trying to remember what we did first. I mean, I, I think really and truly it was just like, as we always do, you know, get with the people that we uh, love and enjoy and say hello and um, got to see Andy and Tima and mm-hmm. Bert and Susie and, of course, Gooch. And so the night before, we'll talk about that, actually. Gooch, he had turned the big 4-0. 4-0. Mm, man. He's an old man. Yep, he's officially old. And, uh, but I think they had a really good time Thursday we evening. We did. Yeah. I took him, we took him to dinner. Oh, okay. I, I treated him. A man should not pay for his dinner on his birthday. So no. I treated him to dinner for hibachi. Him, yep. Hibachi. With, uh, uh, Andy, Tima and, uh, Manny. Oh, oh nice. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Surprised you didn't have to fight Manny for that. <laughs> Manny yeah. does not like to. He likes to pay. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you'll end up fighting him. That's right. No. Didn't. Didn't. Uh, didn't come up. He was on the other side of the table, though. You know, on the other uh, side of the grill. Maybe that's why he was too far away. Could you beat him to it? Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. If you don't, if you don't hand the hostess your 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 uh, credit card, like as soon as you walk in, like Manny will get it. He'll find a yeah. way. Oh really? yeah. Oh yeah, he's one of those. Yeah, he's, he's, he's good. He's one of those. I kind of like those people. Oh, yep, you kind of like those people. <laughs> like, a, <laughs> like, oh, you uh, already got someone's okay, oh, dude. Yeah. So, oh. yeah, he uh, he's very generous like that. But so you guys had hibachi. Did you have hibachi snushi? Uh, we had a little sushi appetizer, some hibachi, and a little uh, Japanese beer. Okay. Mm. It was good. Nice. Delicious. Very cool. Uh, any flying that night? That night? No. Thursday evening? Yes. No. Uh, the flying, the field was kind of on the shutdown, I was told, by Mr. Steve Shaw okay. at, close, at sunset. Yeah. Um, so there was no night flying, and that was fine. We were going to go out to dinner. Um, I had a slight issue when i was starting to unpack helis i realized that spacers were missing and i oh. didn't know what oh right. yeah Delaney, kevin your space spacers. skid spacers yeah. yeah kevin look look what's in my fingers <laughs> are they there well one <laughs> no oh, idea wow. where the other one is that's so funny so freaking out thursday a.m in the hotel that I should be sleeping, but I'm too amped up to sleep. So I'm trying to put my helis back together so I could go, you know, put some packs in that Thursday afternoon, realizing I can't find the spacers in between the main, the lower frame and the skids on the raw 700. Um, so of course I immediately, well, well, there's BK hobbies is in town. Let me see. And, uh, he was out of stock, of course. 
<laughs> so the next was I text you so you could put the word out to the masses because maybe somebody has spare parts. But then, mm -hmm. um, and then, and then I text Gucci at the same time because Gucci had just woken up from driving in 14 hours. Is that how long the drive is? Yeah. Yeah. It's a drive. Brutal to drive. Uh, and then, um, you text me back right away. I said, Manny's on it. I'm like, all oh, right, yeah. sweet. So Gooch and I meet at the field and then maybe 10, 15 minutes later, Manny shows up and he's like, Oh, do you need the spacers? You're Daryl, right? And I was like, yeah, nice to meet you, man. And he went to ACE hardware and got like the, uh, um, just plastic washers and then sanded the edges down a little CA put three together and it was about the right height and then put a clamp on it and let it cure for 10 minutes. And he handed me two spacers and it worked perfectly. Nice. Boom. Yep. Heck so yeah. Manny is good for that man for sure. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah he even he had blade grips in his kit. Oh yeah, Justin oh, really? crashed. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, he had the thirties that Justin flies. The the grip arms. Yeah, the He's pitch like, arms. Yep. Oh sorry, bro, pitch arms. Bro, bro, I bro, I never use these, but I I put it in this case two weeks ago. That that <laughs> case is literally Mary Poppins' bag. He's like, it? I got I got you. Yeah. And yeah. So Paco he took has, care of him. He has a ton of stuff in there, man. Like it's crazy. He it's crazy. Yeah. I mean, to say he doesn't have something, I, I yeah, I don't think that's possible. And if he if he if he says he doesn't have it that time, the next time you're there, guaranteed he will have it in his case. Right. Next time. Right. Because he he will he yeah, that's the best man, he's such a good dude. Like he will take care such of you. Such a good dude. If such you need you're dude. like he's like, bro, you're like, how much? He's like, bro, don't worry about it. So he's yeah, good. Man. He's good people. So yeah. I got the raw together, back together, and then I was starting to put the KSE back together, and then I still don't quite understand what is wrong. I need to under the the my lights of my studio and a manual right in front of my face. Figure out why I, for some reason, the uh, uh, receiver plate is blocking the screw hole to get to the boom supports. Oh, you got it backwards. You got, you got to flip it. But that's the thing. I flipped it at the field and it's still, I still couldn't get to it. And hmm. I looked at the manual to check. Oh, I realized when I, when I initially built the machine, I put it in backwards. That was my bad, but now it is incorrectly, but there's something about the, that tray that blocks that hole. I don't know what it is. So anywho, I ended up just taking the four screws off, lifting it up and, Throwing the boom in there, tighten it back down, put the things, put the four screws back on, ready to fly. No big deal. Nice, nice, yeah. So, making it happen. So, what yep. did you bring with you, Daryl? I brought my raw seven hundred and my raw KSC seven hundred. Nice, yeah. Good, easy, flying, traveling helis. What did yeah. you end up bringing, both Kevin? Packed very well. Both traveled very well. I had no issues except for operator error. Operator yeah. error. <laughs> Uh, I did not think that they would pop off like that. I should have put the screws back in it as soon as I, now I know. Mm -hmm. uh, but all in all, I have to say, as far as my first virgin experience of traveling, because I was kind of, I was really nervous and freaked out. I had no issues. That's awesome. Yeah. Minus so good experience. Yeah. This. Right. right. Um, Augie was kind enough to send me a ton of photos about packing helis properly, you know, to make sure they don't get, uh, damaged uh i bought foam i just packed both helis 
with enough foam and then a heavy jacket in there as well. The only bummer was, I need to figure out another way, the canopy on the KSC. I put the Puma canopy on my KSC just for just to look different. And uh, it got crunched in the mm. packing. Uh, but we'll talk about that more in a minute. Yeah, yeah. And then, um, but then traveling, uh, now I'm TSA pre and I have clear because I'm a seasoned veteran with travel. Uh, I even said both times at both airports, Hey guys, I got lipos in my, eh, you're fine. Eh, Hmm. Don't worry about it. Wow. They didn't, uh, Orlando, which is sometimes I feel like it's just a random thing. It doesn't, they did, uh, the, the old, uh, bomb swipe. On the batteries. Oh, I just wiped okay. them. Yeah. And so, yeah, how many packs did you bring with you? About two 12S 5100s oh, over wow. the limit, obviously. Wow. Dang. And didn't say what, anything. What is the travel limit again? Is it a success? 44. Uh, each pack can, you can have four 6S uh, 4400 milliamp hmm. hour wow. packs. Yes, yeah, I didn't know that. Yep. And then a couple of people were online were like, hey, dude, shrink wrap your packs. Don't let them see the label. I almost did it. I kind of ran out of time. I was like, screw it. I'll risk it. They were no cool. Issues. Huh. No issues. That's awesome. With the transmitter or the packs. Wow. No issues with the airline with my case. Um, I went. I went on the conservative side. I just packed the two helis with my tools. Uh, and all the stuffing to keep them was, uh, I was at 44 pounds. So I was under 50. I kind of feel like they would have gotten a little snooty about anything over 50. Mm -hmm. And then both times I checked in, I, they saw me drop the case and they were like golf club, sir. And I was like, yep. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. That's what it is. That's what it is. Yep. Oh, let's throw it in the plane. Thank you. She's like, it's the damnedest looking golf club I've ever seen. (laughs) <laughs> well they never opened it yeah yeah no, i'm just yeah. saying the scan yeah, yeah, they, yeah. but uh tsa opened my bag though yeah they did i got yeah. the slip mm. i got the dreaded slip yeah yeah but so, very all in cool. all it all went well i'm glad i didn't do a third bird i considered it but two two seems like enough yeah. Two is enough because it's still a, it was still quite an ordeal to break down the two and pack them carefully. Obviously, yeah. I could fit three, but eh. then I'm pushing the weight. Right, right. It's just one more heli to pack up when you crash. Who says I would crash twice Didn't you? at a event? <laughs> right. <laughs> Didn't you? Uh, so you put both of them in? No. KSC and twice. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Yeah, yeah. Poor Daryl. That one was committed to go home broken. Sometimes it, it happens. Was. It, it does. Was. Yeah, the uh, Earth gods were saying, "Give me more." They mm-hmm. had a taste of the first one on Friday, and they were like, "They wanted more on Saturday." Yeah, yeah. Well, RCHOs like that. So, bring a heli you hate to that event. I got one. Perfect. So see you, chill one. out. Okay. Oof. <laughs> I got one. Well, so, so you asked you me there. what I, yeah, you asked me what I brought. Um, so I ended up bringing, uh, well, I brought three, but it, one of them I was selling to Andy. So, uh, 
Well, that's that. right. Yeah, we had a stripping. Yeah, we had a stripping con- uh, not contest, but uh, stripping party in yep. Andy's trailer. Yeah, we did. Everyone was trying to get under my skin. It did not work. I was focused. I was <laughs> hammering out these servos. And, oh man, Andy was determined to <clears throat> to get under my skin, and it did not work. He's like, "Man, I can't break him. He's just I'm like I'm in the zone, baby. You can't do that." Oh. So you. And he kept I, okay, and then he kept asking you for your PayPal, and I kept going tfthorpe at mac dot com, tfthorpe at mac dot com. <laughs> right, right. What's your PayPal again? Tfthorpe at yeah, mac dot com. Right. Uh, and then I, I finally I walk away. I'm like, oh, my joke's done. It's over. Blah yeah, blah. And I'm yeah. like, oh, let me look at my email. F you a dollar. I'll <laughs> <laughs> pay. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah. So, so Andy shows me his phone real quick, and it shows like him sending a dollar to Daryl. <laughs> and that's when I told him, I was like, "No, bro. I'm like, you should have requested a dollar. Don't send him a dollar. Yeah, you should have requested money. Yeah, instead request money. Nah, oh friends God, and family. Dude. Yeah, but uh, yeah, awesome. it was really funny. But yeah, so stripped it down, got that ready for him. Uh, but the ones that I flew were the Black Nitro, the old the old steadfast Black Nitro, and mm-hmm. the brand new Tron Advance. And uh, and so, yeah, so that's what we had. Um, and well, Ben brought his, his Tron Advance, and he also brought uh, a Raw 700 that was supposed he- to go to Elrod, and then he never showed up. Was it an electric or a nitro? I can't remember. Uh, his was the electric Roth okay. 700. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That he was selling to Elrod. He never flew uh, it, right? No, he flew that multiple times. Um, oh, he but, did? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, but Elrod, I guess, wants to do some, either a nitro or a gasser out of it. And so okay. he was hunting down, you know, an airframe. And so Ben was like, hey, I've got this one. I'm not flying. And, and so... Um, you know, he was selling that to Elrod, but, uh, but yeah, so we got to go home with less helis than we brought, uh, but for good, good reason, not because they were yeah. going home in splinters, but, um, like me. Yeah. Sorry, Daryl. Should mm. we tell him the story about going to Jimmy Hula's? Yes. Yeah. Well, so, should I, but, but wait, I think we should talk about my crashes first and then okay. in yeah. sequence. Well, right. Go ahead. Tell us about your crashes. Yeah. Okay. Um, Crash number one, KS. This is, by the way, for the listening, the people listening at home. Uh, I crashed the KSC seven hundred twice. I honestly cannot remember what I did or what I was doing on Friday when I crashed. It just it went in. Well, it was I, a hard landing or something. It wasn't was just it? a hard landing. Yeah, and it little hilly, uneven earth. Bounced up, so blades cracked, snapped. Not bla- oh, sorry, skids, skids snapped. Excuse me. And then one blade caught the ground pretty good where it had a nice mm. crack in it. Mm-hmm. So my th- sense blade, three set blade set was done, which that was the biggest bummer. Yeah. Fortunately, we know a guy. <laughs> we know a guy. So he he was kind enough. Bert was kind enough to text me a link that I could order where I didn't pay for shipping and then have to refund it and all that stuff. So, and then, so he was going to go to the shop, pick it up Saturday morning, which he did. So I ordered the parts, uh, just the blades and the new skids and then, um, showed up, uh, bird arrived like 9am or something, gave me the parts right away. And I started, you know, 
taken off the old set of broken um, skids, put the new ones on, blah, blah, blah. Then I put the blades on. Uh, then I'll talk about in a minute. A f- couple, two friends came to the field that live in the Orlando area. area excuse me. And uh, so I really didn't mess with the KSC for a while. So then it was finally a couple hours later that I was like, uh, it's time to fly this baby. She's back. And then, um, yeah. <laughs> I was doing hurricanes. And sometimes I'm, I'm okay at a hurricane. I'm okay. Sometimes I get it locked in fairly well and it's looking pretty good and I can keep it at the same altitude. It may drift a little bit altitude wise. Um, and then sometimes I lose it and the heli just does this like quick U-turn almost. Mm -hmm. And right as I lost it, I wasn't even that high off the ground, 15 feet maybe. And it was starting to become sunset. So the sun was behind us. My dumbass was still wearing my prescription sunglasses instead of mm. putting on my regular glasses or or just putting my contacts in for the rest of the day. Um, the when it U turned, it went behind a cloud, and I freaking lost it. Mm. I couldn't see it anymore, and that's an issue for me a lot visually. Uh, and then, um, boom! It was in the ground nose first. Oh wow! Was it? It wasn't too bad, was it? Skids, blades, uh, broke the ESC mount, Mm -hmm. and someone else. I think Manny was having a gander at it, and he was like, "Dude, check the uh, battery tray. That might be bent." Said, "Okay, mental note." Uh, The grip arms, pitch arms. They're bent. One's bent for sure. Um, a, a ball just completely sheared off. Oh, that sucks. Um, so I haven't done the the official part count yet. What was really funny was I forgot to mention that Kevin. The prequel was when I put the skids on and I got all the blades back on. I noticed that the first crash, the one of the pitch arms was a little loose, so I tightened it down. Mm-hmm. And another one, Manny came over and he was noticing another one was loose and, but it was slightly bent. So he pulled it off, bent it down a little bit, put it back on. And then he was like, Oh, check your pitch. And I was like, Oh, good idea. Blah, blah, blah. And I called you over like, Hey man, you know, one guy tweak and the other guy look at the gauge. And Mm -hmm. then Gooch walks over and kind of pushes me out of the way. And then Manny walks over and pushes me out of the way. And then I'm standing back there on my phone and you guys are (laughs) the pit crew going. And I'm like, well, okay, this is cool. I like this. Yeah. And then you guys turn around. It's ready to fly. Well, it's ready to crash is what it really. (laughs) Right. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for that. That's what happens every time, man. So he's like, I need something fixed. We're like, okay, let's go. I just needed an assistance. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. We can't help uh, ourselves. No, thank you, though. Thank you. Thank uh, you. It was just funny. funny. I, yep. Did you guys even notice that you'd kicked me out of the pit? Um. Yes, pretty much. <laughs> I think... <laughs> Where's this giant at? I mean, he yeah. just comes all the way here and he's supposed to work on his shit and then... Uh, Who was it that was well, tweaking the pitch art? Was it or the... the um, was it Manny? No, I was thought it was Andy was there 
Yeah, it was was me it and Andy? Andy, wasn't it? I was oh, going to say yeah. it was Ben, it was but I think it was Andy. Andy. Yeah, me and because Andy. I remember no, walking sorry, up. Sorry, sorry. So it was you, Andy, and Gooch. Yeah, right. And yeah, I remember yeah. it, Gooch leaning on the table. And I was like, good job, lean on the table when you're doing the pitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like rule number one. Hello. <laughs> uh, Amazing. Yeah. yeah. Mm. No, but they were like, I mean, they were all dead nuts, man. Like they were, every one of them were dead nuts at center pitch. It's crazy. Yeah. Or zero pitch, rather, um, and I think it it showed that when it flew, right? It was it was. It I did. mean, there was no blades out of track or anything. No. Yeah. So for no. having a little bent arm, uh, that Manny did some tweaking on, like it <laughs> surprisingly, it was a zero pitch by the time we were done. Oh, incredible! Perfect. Yeah. Yeah, it's put that a little extra f- Loctite on it. Right. Oh, we freaking douched it up big time. That was the first build that I've ever done where nothing was out of whack. It was very, very close. I don't know if I got lucky or if I'm actually paying attention or if I'm learning something or all of the above. Because I'm just not mechanically inclined. I, listen, I went into it with that, that shred of, you know, this may not track. Um, but you never came back. And I thought I was looking at it from a distance. And sure. I was like, it looks good to me. I'm like, let it rip. Do it. Um, so, so yeah, it was just the, the stars aligned. However, they only aligned for about two hours. Diff. Yeah. <laughs> ish. Ish. Two ish and change. So, yeah. So this is the best so. part. So go ahead. Continue. So then I crashed. <laughs> so then you crashed. He's brand new blades. <laughs> that's the, that, that's the worst. Besides uh, crashing a brand new kit, it's a brand new set of blades. You know, man, brand it, new three set of blades. Right, I was gonna say it's a three three blade set too. So they're like you know sub two hundred bucks, right? And and so yes. that that in itself is already like a kick in the dick, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's the first thing I thought of was yeah. like when when it went in, I was just like, and you know, so new, that so, was a brand new <laughs> set of expensive fucking blades. Yeah. So we're so there's this place that me and Ben wanted to go to called Jimmy Hula's, and they we, have like yeah we, yeah we yeah. weren't feeling the uh, the club choice for dinner that night just, yeah you know so yeah. they, anyway. they were having pizza or something and we were like plus okay. it was what do you what did yeah. what does Bert keep calling it the bugageddon like that oh, that's oh yeah 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 so it's at five thirty yeah the bugs come out for about one hour and then they go away again so they're looking for they for come victims out. yeah. It's no joke. It, it's it is a real no thing. joke. Yeah, Vietnam. So I was very happy because I experienced it the other night when you were like, "Hey, let's just get out of here for a little while and go to." It's like, yeah, let's let's do that. I'm right. I'm because I where I live, there's we don't have bugs here. Yeah. So we did. We went to Jimmy Hula's and um and so we're just chit chatting, talking about the day and whatever. And poor poor Daryl, he's over there driving, <laughs> and and he just wants his little segue. Just for a moment, and he says, "Hey, hey, listen." And I'm like, "Oh boy, here we go." And he says, "Can I just take a moment to talk about my crash?" And I'm like, "I said, can I'm I like, bitch?" That's I'm like, what I of said. Of course you can. And he was just like, he goes, "Those blades were three fucking hours old." Jesus. <laughs> and I'm like patting him on the back. I'm like, "It's gonna be okay. It's gonna be okay. It'll Deep fly breath. again. Deep breaths. It'll it'll fly again." Only three hours old, man. Yeah. Oh it's my painful. god, it was hilarious. So, um, but yeah, man. Man, I've been there. I don't know if I, I I'm pretty sure I've told the story on here, but you know, I, I was maidening a, a T Rex five hundred and it didn't even get off the ground. Okay. Oh, and it cost me a hundred dollars. 
fixed it, put it back out there, didn't get off the ground, crashed it again. And like, it basically was just turning over on itself. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? You know? And so I go back through it, build it again, still not catching what the problem was, turns over, crashes again. At this point, I'm ready to absolutely quit this stupid hobby. <laughs> and I finally, I, I broke out the manual and I went piece by piece by piece through the manual, looked at every single thing. I'm sure I've told this story. And the seesaw, what they call the fly bar seesaw, uh, was actually upside down. And for oh, some reason, shit. that makes a difference. It's stupid. I could show you a picture of it, Daryl, and be like, why would that make a difference? Because aren't the paddles, they're not aerodynamically shaped like a blade. Aren't they symmetrical? Yeah, mm -hmm. but the, the fly bar paddles were, were in the correct orientation. There's something about this little seesaw being upside down that, that made the difference. Yeah. And so uh -huh. I flipped it over, put it back together for the fourth time, and all of a sudden it leapt right off the ground into a hover. So Four. Yeah. For the fourth time. God, yeah. Four. That'd be It was That'd awful. be miserable. Yeah. Yeah. So three hundred three hundred dollars later, I finally got the stupid thing flying. Um, but uh, at any rate, yeah. So I we we've all been there, man. We know, you know, it mm -hmm. it definitely sucks because you're like, holy crap, you know, it's flying good again. Okay. And especially with three blades, like let's be totally honest, like those can either, you know, work really really well, or they can yep. work really really badly. And I've only experienced the really, really well so far. Yeah. I mean, truth yeah. be told, we'll see yeah. after this crash. Yep. Yeah. Well, just take your time. Um, yep. You know, make sure you check the, uh, the blade grips this time and, and really go through it. And I mean, you know, I mean, I'm even with the rate. Nitron, man, like the Nitron, like I have opted to just basically buy all new parts that are all the spinny bits and... Mm -hmm. I'm not going through that headache of trying to chase down crap, man. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just get yeah. it all new right away. Mm-hmm. I want it to fly right out of the box again. So, but at any rate, poor Daryl. He, uh, it's fine, you know. But you did get to enjoy your dinner, which was good. Oh, yeah. And um, dinner was good. Yeah, it wasn't bad. I it wasn't as good as it was last time, but it yeah. it, it wasn't bad. It was it a was, fish taco. Yeah, it was. You know, it was tacos. Uh, fancy tacos like one of mine was like a, a barbecue you had pork, mac and cheese you know? yeah. on your taco which i should have not Ew. done but uh did, yeah. uh but uh i did anyways because i was like that's okay ben will deal with it ben will deal with it <laughs> <laughs> is that the residual from earlier this in the recording yes. <laughs> it might be <laughs> jesus <laughs> uh yeah but they do have seasonal ones. I remember them having like, you know, like Korean barbecue uh, tacos or kimchi tacos or whatever. And, and they didn't have those, um, the, the different ones that me and Ben saw last time. Um, so, so I don't, yeah, I don't know that we'll be going back. Um, but, but we, we had to try it one more time just to see if it was consistent and it wasn't. So it is what it is. You just called Korean tacos seasonal. <laughs> Listen, I didn't write the menu. <laughs> <laughs> seasonal that. korean or like Through pork that. yeah 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 but it's awesome uh, yeah pretty cool place but uh definitely would probably find some other place next time but yeah vietnam man it's a real thing uh if you go to mm -hmm. winter bash 5 30 to 6 30 or 6 45 like you do not want to be at the field because the mosquitoes will literally carry you away it's crazy it's yeah. it's insane yeah 
roll your windows up in your truck or your car, whatever it is, because yeah. they will. Yeah, you'll have families yeah. of them. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, heck, we kept the 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 car closed pretty well, uh, and on the way to get food, <laughs> like we're smacking mosquitoes, mm-hmm. probably twenty of them by the time we got. There was to a the hive restaurant. in the car. Yeah, it yeah. was crazy. Yeah, there was a hive, and that was when we were going to. Um, oh shit. Momojis, uh, I call it emojis. I whatever. It's some place that uh, Gator likes to go. Um, what's oh. it called? What's it called, Chris? Oh, the the other Asian place we went to. Momojis, Momojis, or yeah, something. I'm not Mamojis. sure. But um, yes, the, the the other Asian place we went to. Yeah, I think the, the sushi Japanese was probably restaurant? better than what I had for sure. And I don't eat sushi, but. I, I'm willing to bet the sushi was better than what I had. It was okay. That wasn't bad. Yeah. But uh, it was fun. We got to all hang out as a big group. And I, and I really and boat. truly, I think that, yeah, that you'd been, ben and Tom got the boat. <laughs> it was like 18 pieces of sushi Jeez, on, yeah. a, on a ship. Literally. The, yeah. the Titanic pulling in with That's sushi. The Titanic sitting on our table. Yeah. <laughs> Try not to sink. Yeah. Uh I mean heck, Susie and Bert had like thirty pieces of sushi, what looked like thirty oh, yeah. pieces on their their plate, whatever. It was insanely huge. Yep. Um, but uh they all looked great. Uh I just don't eat sushi, but uh I did Missing eat, out, bro. I did eat one. Missing out. Yeah. I f- what did I eat? It was some something that Bert gave me, I think. Uh probably the steak roll. Not sure. Yeah, it had the it was like tempura, tempura shrimp, shrimp in it. with a piece of that's yeah, what it Kobe was. Beef it. on it. Yeah, it had the shrimp in it, but it was cooked. It was fried or something. So yeah, yeah, tempura. Yeah, not a. I don't know. Just red meat on sushi is like nah. Next, I don't mm. know why. Doesn't seem normal. Yeah, it's yeah. just not right to me. But if you go to Winter Bash and you're looking for a place for sushi, then that seems to be a good place to go. Yeah, they. I'll say like I had I had a lot of fun. But that was a good dinner. That was definitely that was, that a was fun good. dinner. Yeah, it's fun. We got to be down at the end. Yep, where all the action is. Mm-hmm. The yep. fun side. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, I was uh, giving Bert as much shit as I could with anything and everything, just to to you know rib him through dinner. But uh, no. oh, and I I asked permission. I said, Bert, can I can I do you mind if I fanboy for two minutes? <laughs> and he was like, Oh shit. <laughs> yeah and um i told him the story i i i believe everybody knows about bert's you know 20 seconds of fame on discovery channel or whatever it was where he did yeah, a, yeah. like an episode of a science channel and mm-hmm. i was on a break from the hobby from frustration and then when i saw him flying those goblins and then i'd seen 3d flight before but I, but I didn't know that the hobby had evolved in that short span of like when i quit there was still flybard mm-hmm and then now all of a sudden the fly bar are less and the, the, the insane futuristic design of the goblins at that time. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and so I was like, what? And that's kind of what got me back into it. Yeah. Yeah. Was watching that little video. Yeah. That was so. the, uh, the goblin 770. It was the first yeah. goblin 770 that, that showed up. Um, so it wasn't that the thing ones must after been that. Gargantuan for a They're pretty big. Um, do, do, they, do, do they swing 800s though or uh, 770s 
I think it's 770. I think you could swing a 780 on it for sure, but I don't know wow. if you could go up to 800. I can't remember. It's been yeah, a long time. I know Gooch had one at one point in time, one of the did. events, but it was the newer 770, the one that looked like a comp more than it did the bulldogish look of the older ones. And, um, and I was like, dude, we whacked the freaking tail from the bottom floor of the hotel all the way up to our room. And I was like, this is stupid. And, and I was so mad at that heli by the time we were done with the hotel because it was just, we were whacking it everywhere. And, uh, and I was like, this is so dumb. So, um, yeah, so I was like, man, this, this is just one of those helis, man, that you just leave at home, you know? Yeah. And, the hell you leave at home. <laughs> <laughs> That's her name. Just leave that bitch mm-hmm. at home. Hey, yeah. side note. So I was trying vigorously to get my helis built in the, the hotel room. But it's funny, I couldn't get the room bright enough to see what the hell was going on. Mm. So I, I had the raw back in almost back together, minus the, the skids, because I was missing the the spacers. Mm-hmm. So, but I, the KSE was still in the, the case, so I, I just I rolled everything down the stair or down the elevator through the lobby. And then I was carrying the raw, went for back for another trip with the raw, 700. Uh, blades were on and da da da, and then I'm carrying it through the lobby, and I passed like three staff members that worked for the hotel, and one guy was like his eyes lit as big as quarters, like what are you carrying there? <laughs> and another guy was like, oh wow, nice heli. <laughs> and then the that's the awesome. lady that worked the front desk, she was like, are you gonna go fly that thing? And I was like, that's why I'm here, lady. That's, that's what, what I'm here <laughs> to do. <laughs> Not messing around. I'm here to fly. Great. That's right. That's funny. Come oh. see us. Yeah, I remember they box, said yeah. something about the next day. They were like, you going to fly again? You were like, yep. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yep. I'm here to put some packs up. That's right. Let's go. That's awesome. Oh, my gosh. I yeah, have we no also... idea how many flights I did. Yeah, you were out there a lot, but it's, you did. Dude. You put a lot of flights in, but we had your, you had your buddies come out. Yeah. That, was, that was cool. Dude, buddies or buddy? Oh, no, no, buddies. it was a younger kid. That's right. Yeah, yeah, Buddies, yeah, yeah Dylan and Trent. Uh, yeah. Trent, Trent and I work together in the music business. Um, we're colleagues. He's on the pro audio side of, of, of the business where I'm, you know, on the recording side, but you know, our paths cross a lot. And, um, so, uh, I knew he, he lived in Orlando. I hit him up. Hey, come down. He was like, Oh, I'm, he was excited. Cause he'd never seen he's seen photos. He's seen me post photos on my social media, but he'd never seen anything like that in person. And so I was eager to get, uh, I asked Justin, I was like, dude, would you do a flight for Trent? And he was like, Oh yeah, no problem, man. And so Trent got to see the whole, uh, the extreme sides of the hot, the hobby, the badass pro pilot ripping it up and plowing it in. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Justin's like, Anger management, but he's been to a therapist a couple times. It's <laughs> probably the yeah. best way to describe. <laughs> but he ignores what they said. Yeah, yes. right, right. Oh, man, it was fun watching him fly, though. Yeah, no oh, he, shit. He's always so that that dude. He's forgot more shit than I'll ever learn how to do. Right. Wow. Yeah. 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 It's because you could sit there and be like, "Hey, try this," and you'll be like, "Okay." Every flight. If you watch his flights, they're never the same. They're never the same flight at all, which is amazing. Uh, right, right. 
And so, but yeah, no, then, but then we also got him buddy boxed a couple times. Yes. And thank you, Trent. Thank right? you yep. so yep. much. Yep. No, that was, that was fun. That was, I, I'd never really buddy boxed anybody before. And so we did it, hooked to set it up and it was just. You guys, both, uh, I mean, honestly, you and Gooch were just so amazing and calm and giving him direction. It was really fun to watch and it was rad to watch as a, a fellow pilot in the hobby, like seeing, you know, trying to get other people hooked into it and how, how amazing you guys were both were. It was like, no, no, don't give it too much input, you know, a little to the left, up, up, just so calming. And, uh, it got, it's so easy with the, the touches to, buddy oh, box. Yeah. super oh, yeah. simple. Just press and put the radios together and then that yeah. was it. But it's, he did really good. Like, and it's hopefully like you were saying, like he's looking at getting into it and it's, that's the cool part is seeing people get involved and get into it and get yep. excited about it. Yep. That, and then was... Dylan, Dylan had, I guess he flew planes with his dad. So he was a little bit more, had a little more experience with it. Oh, wow. Okay. So I didn't he, know that. He, he did. Okay. He did pretty good actually for his first. Hmm. Um, I mean, even Trent, like towards the end of it, like the f- one pack, like he started getting to where he was at first, he would overcorrect and right. continue to correct. And then he got just so easy to do. Yeah. Which, when you don't understand that if you just hold forward a little bit, it will continue going forward till you're upside down. And so like, but he goes, he started towards the end. He was correcting and keeping it to himself and he did really good. Like he did great in a flight. Yeah. Within yeah. a flight, he was already doing good. So that's all. It was awesome. Yeah. And then I was taking him up and down the flight line because there was, there seemed to be no, it was pretty much like 700 city row of center hundred on our side of the field. Mm-hmm. Um, but then there were a few five fifties down there. So I was showing him like an XL 550, like, oh, this is a good, you know, bird to start with, blah, blah, blah. It's a lot less expensive, da, 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 blah, blah, blah. So, but he was, he was just like, dude, you're really giving me the, the grand tour of blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, yeah, but, you know, call me, man, you know, if you're really interested. And then, of course, right. sure, anybody and everybody at that field would be happy to have him over or help him do whatever. Oh, so. yeah. Oh, yeah. It's just so rad that's the way the hobby is. It's really amazing. Yeah, mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, very cool. There was night flying, which that was scary. scary. Yeah, that was fun hearing Bert, Bert and Gator on the mic all night long. It was Gator singing. Gator, it turned into the most amazing dive bar at around nine thirty, with Leonard Skinner playing in the background and Gator singing karaoke over top of it. It could can't beat it. Yeah, I it, it finally. Did a night flight. You did. Yeah. Scared. So scared. I, I said I think I, it what took did an I hour for my butt I, cheeks to I, unclench. I said it's just another flight, Daryl. That's all it is. Just another flight. But it is amazing the spotlights that Patrick built. Uh the blades, the skids. Gosh, they would just illuminate. Mm-hmm. Beautiful, mm-hmm. actually. I never yeah, really noticed that before. It's you watch if you watch people night fly like on videos like on Facebook, you're like, ooh, that thing's dark quick. Yeah. But in real life, you're like, oh no. You can see this for a good amount of distance. And yeah, then- yeah. It's it's totally fine. As long as you stay. That's where I was nervous because I'm 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 trying to get better at flying in the box. I'm I I don't really have to adhere to that rule at my field, my local club. And that's fun, but it also, when you go to a fun fly, it's, it's nerve wracking because it's like, oh shoot, I need to stay in this box. So I don't right, interrupt yeah. other people flying. 
and that and that's always on my mind and a little bit distracting and concerning. I'm concentrating hard on that. So, uh, but the, flying up high where you get out of the the focal point of the lights kind of freaked me out too. So I was trying to keep it conservative. But still, I did it, and it went three times. Yeah, you that did. Was, it was kind of it was cool because a little bit different of for night flying than like what I'm used to. Like oh, wow. norm, normally when you go to like you go spring fling, it's like a bunch of pro pilots just killing it the entire time, and you're like. Wow. You're like, okay, well, I guess I'm not going to go fly now. Wow. Like, but this one was like the average pilot would, it was a good mix of everybody. Although, uh, uh, was it, uh, uh, Devin McKellen? McKellen? McClellan. McClellan. Uh, Devin was so cool. He kept texting me via messenger pretty much the entire week. As soon as I posted that I was coming, he was just like, I'm going to be there. 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 But he had some sort of work, uh, like commitment thing. So he wasn't really sure if he could. Yeah, he was so it was Tampa. really, yeah. So it was really rad to see him show up at the, the, you know, Saturday afternoon ish. And then Kevin, you let him do a poll on your correct. Yeah. On the black nitro. So at first he flew someone's, rad. yeah, at first he flew someone's, um, electric and i and i don't remember no it was alex dean it was his raw 700 Uh, and you know obviously electric is a very high power and whatever and um uh, not that he did poorly because he absolutely threw down with it but it was a little out of his comfort zone especially being at night and and so (laughs) so i had flown my black nitro and was getting pretty low and i snapped off one of the tail blades and so he he came to me and he was just like he's like hey dude he's like do you have any more tail blades and I'm like fuck yeah I got more tail blades <laughs> and he was like he was like can we do this you know I'm like fuck yeah we can do this so I went and grabbed the tail blades put the new tail blades on and uh, got him lined up for the field you know and um, he absolutely freaking murdered that murdered black nitro yeah, just dude. unbelievable flight. He killed and it. I've seen him fly a lot under the lights, and and don't get me wrong, I've I've seen other times where he flew that well, but there was something about this flight where he was absolutely dialed, and he was fact, it was just on the deck. The whole yeah, time, right? in fact, he he I was standing beside him. He was like, "Dude, he goes, this thing flies fucking good," and I was <laughs> like, "Man, black nitro, dude. I don't know what it is about the black nitro, but there's just something about it that feels better than any other nitro seven hundred, in you, my opinion." You're yeah. not, but you're not the only people that I don't fly nitro. But you're not the only people that say that about that. Yeah, yeah. About There's nitro. lots of people that feel, you know, strongly about the black nitro and how it flies and whatever. There's just something about it, man. I don't know. Like, it, and it's funny because it's it's heavier than most nitros out there, mm. uh, especially compared to today. But for whatever reason, it still flies better. You know. Mm. So well, it's built like a tank. I mean, it yeah. is. Yeah. Well, it looks good inches off the fucking ground. Hell in the yeah, hands it does. of a skilled mm-hmm. pilot. Yeah, but that was that was he pretty did good. So good. Like, he, he did he really good. He did. He did. There, there's was, also some about nitro at night and night flying and nitros yeah, that just I agree. feels well, it's, right. It's the ambiance of the field. Come on, it's spitting out free smoke for you. Yeah, yeah. So you can see all the lighting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's setting the mood. Yeah, yeah. He absolutely loved it, man. It was great. So, um. But yeah, that was Saturday night, so we were all hanging out, having a good time, and, uh, um, but let's get back during the day of Saturday. Cholo, did you fly at all? Yeah, no, I went and flew. Justin and I would go down to the end and fly, because he had his bad luck at 
center stage twice. So he says, I'm not flying at center stage anymore. What happened? To, oh, so, like previous events? Yeah, he cra- no, he crashed twice. He crashed the Kraken there and the Raw. Oh, wow. At center stage. And he's like, yep, not flying at center stage for the rest of the for the rest of this trip. And so we would go down the end and I flew. I brought the the Raw HD Nitro and then I brought the Puma with on 6S. And oh, wow. I brought I brought the which that I tried it for the first time with the Maniacs 5500s and that thing flew great. Like mm. it had plenty of power. It had nice, nice where I was, I was happy with it because I was flying with those, the smaller packs, the 3300s. And oh, okay. it just doesn't, it didn't cut it with the 33. It did, it worked, but it was like flight was very short and didn't feel right. Mm-hmm. And so it was nice having that little bit extra power and weight to it. And so we would go over there and flew a couple times and it was just, I just got, it was nice to hang out, relax. And I had my mom come, she came and visited and hung out for a little bit. And it was a fun trip. Like it was yeah. definitely more laid back for me than having to fly a bunch of flights. Yeah. 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 And, and again, I, we were talking about this, you know, and I, I think there's a few factors as, as to why I feel this way. Um, but you know, we've been to winter bash before, but there was something about this one that just felt elevated. Um, not that it was more because <laughs> Daryl was there. <laughs> what a dick. Who's got uh, two thumbs and came to winter bash. That's right. This guy. This guy. Um, but even more so too, like I, I feel like Bert was, um, uh, he had a really great time too. He you know, he, he had a good energy about it. Like he, he was did. having a good time. He really did. And uh, I mean, I know that's going to make it seem like he doesn't, which is <laughs> yeah, horrible. I guess. Sorry, Bert. It's kind of coming um, across. But way. but you know, a lot of times, like he's running that event, and I yeah. think that because Steve Shaw and I want to take a moment, of course, to uh, thank the, both of those guys. Um, but uh, but you know, because Steve Shaw and Gator and uh, you know maybe some of the club members or whatever were were running that event, it it allowed yeah. Bert to be relieved of that that position and the stress of having to run the event where he mm-hmm. could relax and have a really good time. Mm-hmm. And um and he did just that. I mean like man we I mean he and I we were cutting up back and forth like you know chopping each other and whatever and and it was just an amazing time. Like it was so much fun. Yeah. And um you know I I I venture to, to to say that everyone else probably felt the same you know there was just something about this event that was a lot more special the fact that we could night fly definitely uh elevated things and uh you know um I know some people will say you know night flying or no night flying it it's it's doesn't make or break an event but man it it does help you know and there's something about people being able to like break out their favorite beverage and watch other people fly and mm-hmm. you know scream and yell and and you know what i mean like it yeah. just it just felt good it was such a good event it was so yeah oh yeah, yeah. i had a really great time man it was it was even ben like he was saying too he's like man he goes there was just something about it that just felt good and so uh so circling with that um kudos to Steve Shaw and Gator, and I'm sure I'm forgetting other people. I know there was a couple other club members there that were helping, and I think even Diamante's dad and mom were helping at some mm-hmm. point. Timo was helping out. Yep. Um, you know, so I mean, all these people that managed to pull this together, but but more importantly, Steve Shaw and Gator, you know, you guys absolutely freaking crushed it. Like it was a Absolutely. such a good time. 
and uh, Gator, your singing at night was just iconic. Um, I mean, the Amore, I freaking, I man, I wasn't <laughs> laughing at you, I promise. I was laughing with you, but yeah. it was just, it was, it was too much. It was, it was, it was Gator, right? Um, it was Gator. It was yeah, Gator. and well, just too, now I know. too much fun. Yeah. Now I know. It's so good, man. Um, but. Yeah, I I love that people kept flying. Uh, there was some miniature aircraft guy. Was his name Patrick? I think he was one of the oh, ones yeah. that, that closed yeah. Saturday night and absolutely freaking killed it, man. Oh, that, he's, his yeah. flight was insane. Yeah, he's he's good. Oh, yeah. uh, um, was that Morgan? Is that his name? Uh, no, the miniature aircraft guy's name is Patrick. Oh, yeah. Sorry, Morgan is on BK. Yes. Oh, sorry. Crossing my wires. Excuse yeah. me. And no, he, he he did a really good flight. And it was. He was snipping grass. I don't know if you saw he that, was but it was grass. like blowing grass. I mean, chopping it and then blowing it everywhere. And I was like, this kid is just out of control, man. Like, unbelievably good. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. I'm trying to think if there was anything else that was notable. Um, Talked about the giveaway, a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, the hot dogs were banging. Yeah, there was. Daryl Dar- was loving his hot dogs. Yeah, he was. Um, I uh, a quick side note. Um, my uh, wife is a nurse, and so she was noticing my feet yesterday. She's like, uh, your foot looks really freaking swollen there. And I looked down and I was like, oh my gosh, you're right. It is freaking really swollen. And she goes, did you eat a lot of processed meats? And I was like, yeah, I did. (laughs) (laughs) I think you're having a gout flare. It was delicious. I think you're having a gout flare. Oh, geez. (sighs) Let me go get old man pills. You didn't know you had gout. Now I do. New. I had to yell at my, my grandma a long time ago. She's side story real quick. She's got gout. And my mom's fiance, she called her up and she'd be like, I just want a burger. Can you get me a burger? Gave her a burger, put her in the hospital because she had gout so bad. Oh, wow. And then Gosh. I show you not like three weeks later. She's like, can you bring me a burger when you come visit? And I was like, grandma, you know what I do for a living, right? Like I'm <laughs> yeah. not giving you gout and bringing yeah. you to the hospital. Like she's, burger. Wow, she got man. so mad at me. She's like, you're okay. not. You don't even need to come over. I was like, yeah. okay. <laughs> yeah. Like, love you. Uh, bye bye. Well, I'm just great. lucky because, funny enough, the first gout flare that I ever had was in my wrist, which is my part of how I work. Oh, wow. And, I didn't realize it. Yeah. And that's wrist. why, if you see me sometimes in photos, I'm wearing a brace. That's because of that. Oh. Uh, so, um, but I'm just fortunate that it kind of funny, he, it went to my foot and not my wrist. Because I need to work this week, so and next week. I didn't realize that processed foods were part of that. Uh, I guess it's the high sodium content. Yeah, so it retains water. I that see. That must be what it is. I see. Huh. Processed meats. Interesting. Yeah. Yep. Daryl loved yeah. his hot dogs. Mm. Uh, dude. I, you know, I, I, I had two hot dogs. Um, they, they were bad. surprised. They're pretty Did you good. Get do- gout. Nice. Uh. No, I don't think so. I had two crowd dogs and two dogs with mustard, ketchup, and relish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, you, he looks so happy about it. 
<laughs> Heavenly hot dogs. That's what he loved. Yeah. That's that a great that's name. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. So in case people are wondering, there was a food cart there that, uh, you know, served food and stuff to us. Food the burgers look good, cart, too, though. Whatever. I didn't, but I was. Yeah. Digging the dogs. Digging yeah. the dogs. Dogs were easy. Dogs yeah. make it better to plow your shit in. Mm. After, mm-hmm. Yeah. Not only do they blow you out, but you can plow your helis in. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, goodness. Terrible. Uh, If I may, since, um, man, uh, thank you to Torches for welcoming me. It's... uh, It treated you like like royalty. Royalty. Are you kidding me? Freaking royalty, dude. The the dirt red carpet was rolled out. The dirt red. Yeah. I mean... Holy cow, guys, I can't, Steve, thank you. Gator, thank you. Um, pleasure meeting you. I didn't get to chat with Steve very much. Obviously, he was busy running around like a chicken with his head cut off, trying to manage a bunch of angry pilots trying to fly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but still, when I did meet him and when I did interact, he was so just amazing and welcoming to the field. Thank you, guys. Gator. You're a hoot and a riot. Thank you so much, man. Yeah. That was rad. Every chance he had, Gator was like totally pulling the Jim Carrey where he was just like, you know, when Daryl goes to sleep, he doesn't just go to sleep as Daryl Thorpe. He goes to sleep as, you know, 10-time Grammy-winning Daryl Thorpe. <laughs> yeah. And then one, one time it was like 10 times Grammys, uh, 15, the, I don't, I can't remember if he said like five Oscars or yeah, Oh, yeah, something. he did. I, yeah. Two Emmys. It's, it's just like <laughs> it was really funny. <laughs> oh goodness! Thank yep. you, Michael. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Well, cool. Is there anything that we left out? Did we leave anything out? Uh, I mean, it was a lot of great everybody. flights, obviously. I mean, yeah. but there's too many to, you know, to recall. Um, too many but, good flights. Just had yeah. a good time. It was a good. Also, it was a good event where it was just laid back, but also a lot of high energy stuff happening around. So it yeah. was, yeah. If you've was, never been, you should for sure. If you've never been, get a ticket for so, 2024. So now. let's talk about that really quick. We'll wrap up with this was Daryl's not only first time on the East Coast doing first an time. event, but also first time Winter Bash event. So yeah, what was that like for you, having been to events in on the West Coast? Well, there's definitely a man. It's hard to explain. Um, I was so busy having fun, just a freaking smile on my face from ear to ear, uh, to the point to where I'd go, "Oh shit, maybe I should sit down for a minute and drink some water." <laughs> um, you know, yeah. um, I was if I wasn't chatting with somebody about something random and music related or heli related, I was flying a pack. And if I wasn't flying a pack, I was charging a pack and it it just, everybody was just incredible and cool. And uh, I'm going to say this, my biggest complaint about the weekend, it wasn't, it's not long enough. Mm -hmm. It went too quick. Yeah, I agree. Exactly. It went too quick, man. Sunday morning. I was like, what? I just got here. Come on. Mm hmm. Um, but at the same token, you know, when you walk away wanting more, that's when it's yeah, that was tasty. Yep. And I, I, I just was like, well, can we just do this again? And I just won't go home. 
Yeah, but right. right. Not, no, but I needed to get home um, for family stuff. But still, um, and it was incredible meeting everybody. Just everybody that I've been talking to for for years now on the forum and Facebook, Messenger, Instagram, all these things, putting names to the faces, especially meeting people who are on on podcasts that I listen to and putting names, uh, you know, that kind of thing. And uh, had a great chat with Kevin Teshner and Andy after the event. I think we chatted for about an hour when the lights were off. And it was like, go home, people. And then, oh, and Patrick, uh, uh, Patrick, Mac, is that I? Sorry, Patrick, butchering his last name. He was a lovely. Uh, chatted with him so much and and um, so just incredibly welcoming to the field in the club. Like, come on down anytime you want, Daryl. You know, just amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know, man. Um, maybe it's because it it does feel a little bit different for me because I, I it's it is interesting how the the vast world of the internet has made us all a little closer even though we all live on opposite ends of our massive country totally mm-hmm. agree with that and, yep. and so maybe it felt even though i was a little nervous walking into somebody's home so to speak i i was welcomed with open arms and so i i i felt like it was okay to sit on the co- sofa pretty quickly mm-hmm. um, that's and, cool um well, I'm glad that Andy welcomed you in like that because Cholo never once invited me into his new camper. I never even got to see it. <laughs> yeah, so. I, because the one time he tried to come on there, a cop knocked on the door and janked the handle at like 10 o'clock at night when I was laying in bed on the phone. Yeah. Here I'm trying to give him something back that I had been holding on to for a little while because he's been begging me for it. And I've not oh, begged you once for it. I you said, know, don't worry he, about it. No, well, you're right. It wasn't begging. It was like, bring me my shit, asshole. And... um. And so I did, and I went and you know tried to open the door gently, 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 gently. Yeah. Oh God, I forgot about that, Daryl. Um. So and then I just like very easily just on the window, and then I hear this voice: "Go away! I don't want any well wishes or birthday wishes. Go away." Did you yeah. think you were talking to Bill? Because no, I said I'm on the phone. Yeah, he yells at me. I'm like, yeah. what a douche. So I yep, proceeded yep. to knock harder. I was like, nope, I'm not leaving now. And you can be a douche. I'm not leaving. I was going to just said, leave it on the step. I was about to. I didn't realize that was a new camper. It's new. Yeah, it's probably six months old now. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. It went from a 25 foot with no slides to a 20 foot with a slide. And the slide makes such a difference. Makes it, it does. Yeah. It does. Huge difference. Yeah. Cool, man. Huge. So Huge. in the hotel, we'll wrap up with this and then we'll close it out. You guys good with that? Mm-hmm. All right, here we go. So Daryl messages me his hotel uh, room number, and um, the morning that we were meeting for breakfast, I got done a little bit early, and so I figured I would go knock on Daryl's door. And so he had texted me the number you know, to his hotel room. So I walked down there, and, and I knocked on the door, and I said, Hello, housekeeping! And all of a sudden, this lady says, Hello, who is it? Yeah. And I was like, Oh, sorry. Never mind. Wrong room. <laughs> you should have said housekeeping and ran away. <laughs> oh, and I realized I was one number I've never off. Met and Darryl, I was like, but I know his voice. I'm like, what a dummy. So, yeah. So I totally knocked on the wrong damn door at like eight Sweet. o'clock in the morning. Sweet. So, awesome. Yeah. But uh, at any rate, 
Really good time. Again, thank you very much to Steve uh, Shaw and Gator for putting on such an incredible event. And uh, for all those that pitched in and helped, including Bert, I think there were moments, of course, that he obviously was helping as well. Yep. Uh, but, but yeah, it was such a good time. And mm-hmm. uh, glad that I went. Um, it, it, I, for me, I think it definitely was one of the better events I've been to this year. I did not say the best, but you know, it definitely it rated as one of my my most fun times that I had this year uh, going to events, and uh, definitely will look forward to it next year as well. So, um, you know, if you uh, have never been, you should. If you live on the West Coast, then mm-hmm. you should go. Um, and uh, and then get Daryl to go so he can then drive you around in his rental car. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, but uh, all right, you guys ready to so close it up? I got the rental car. Oh yeah. 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 All right. Well, if you would like to get in touch with us here at the Heliheads Show, you can reach us at theheliheadsshow at gmail.com. Of course, we would love to hear from you if you have any show ideas or if you want to be on the show. We would love to highlight you because that's why we're here. It's not for us, it's for you. So please come on here so that we can introduce you to the community and let people know why you got into the hobby and why you love it so much. So, what else do we have? You go ahead and uh, like our Facebook page, give us a follow and subscribe to us on Podbean and iTunes. Mm-hmm. And also, if you can, shout out to all the Heli, Heli podcasts and video personnels in the hobby, even Bill Ann yeah. with all his new shorts that Bill, are coming out. Bill, Bill, he was Bill. really happy about all the pictures that I sent him of the shorts. Of the short, he well. So to tell that really quickly, so Bill, we talked to him on the phone before we left for Winter Bash. It was me, Gooch, and uh, Bill on the phone, and he was like, "Yeah." He goes like, "Just, just make sure you get some shorts. That's what I need. I need shorts." And I was like, "Okay, perfect. I'll take. I'll, I'll, I'll get pictures of shorts." And he was like, "Yeah, get, get videos of shorts. Do, do short videos." He goes, "Just send me a video because then I'll make a short out of it." And I was like, "Okay, perfect. I'll get you shorts." And he's like short videos. I said, yeah, shorts. And so then that night that we were all out uh, for sushi, um, I started taking pictures of everyone's shorts and I sent him like half oh, a dozen nice. pictures of people's <laughs> shorts. <laughs> and That's all awesome. I got in return was, you're a douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So, uh, yeah, so we were having fun with him, but it was, it was pretty good. But uh, yeah, give some love to our buddy Bill. Uh, you know, just like turn a video on, put it on repeat, and walk away so that it can build views. Because poor, poor Bill, he needs some views. And uh, also comment and like and subscribe and smash the little bell. So uh, if you would like to do that for Lou as well, you know, Lou's doing pretty well these days for himself. But you can subscribe to him too, because uh, these guys, of course, bring us live video content. And uh, without those guys, it would be a pretty lonely place. So we appreciate what you guys do. Mm-hmm. Also, let's get, uh, let, let's skip the club donations for just a little bit. Okay. Let's put that on hold. Make sure that you guys are still contributing to Jay, Jay, Joe Reyes's family and, uh, and helping them with their son, Travis, so that they can travel back and forth and see Travis. And of course, maybe even help with some of the expenditures. I'm sure this is going to, to cost a fortune. Oh, yeah. So, uh, you know, we, we definitely are doing everything we can to make sure. Nice change there. 
Um, and you know, do speaking of change, once you send that to Joe. Um, so, you know, make sure we, uh, reach out to him and give him a hand, uh, you know, and, you know, if nothing else, at least send them some prayers and send them messages, letting them know that you are thinking about them and, uh, you know, definitely keep them in your thoughts over Christmas, because let's be honest, while you're at home enjoying your family, they are going through one of the toughest times with theirs. So let's please Mm -hmm. make sure that we remember that as your opening gifts on Christmas. Okay. All right. Anything else? Party. Nothing. Party on? All right. Uh, Well, let's get to some parting words, and we'll party with that. Who wants to go first? I lost my script. (laughs) Here we go. Okay, well, then I guess I'll go first, Joe. You go first. Get thinking on it. I was trying to give someone else the opportunity to go first. I went first my weaknesses, but mine is... uh, Red hashtag red Loctite for everything still. Uh-huh. <laughs> hashtag winter bash was awesome. Hashtag missing the other part of C squared. Hashtag excited for the possibility of new things to come in the Holly community. And hashtag Heliheads V2 2024. <laughs> Might have some new stuff. Maybe. Let's hope so. Uh, how about you, Daryl? What you got? Uh, hashtag yes, they're golf clubs. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, hashtag use points to fly. Mm-hmm. Um, hashtag bring extra skids. I was yeah. going to say hashtag blades suck for the sec- first flight when you break them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hashtag, I still honestly have a huge smile on my face from last weekend. Seriously. Nice. Awesome. And then oh, yeah. yesterday was kind of a crappy personal day. And I was still like, Arr, ah, Arr, ah. So. That's what they're supposed to do. They fill yeah. in the bad times yeah. with good times yeah. in between. Yeah. Perfect. All right. Let's wrap it up with we got uh, hashtag boom hugs. We've got uh, hashtag hurricanes have never destroyed my heli this bad. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We've got uh, uh, hashtag Cholo loves Chipotle. Mm-hmm. And uh, we got uh, hashtag... What else do I got? I'm trying to think of something here. Hashtag buddy boxing for the win. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hashtag yeah. get new people into the hobby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we to wrap this up. We have hashtag woo woo. Thanks so much for listening to the Elliot Show. This has been Jesus. episode episode one ten. We'll see you guys next time. See you later. Wow 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 It's already gonna do that. You don't have to do the. It's already. It's in there. You don't have to do the. Okay, over.
no, you are kind of like Chipotle. Daryl, do you like Chipotle? No, I used to. <laughs> you used to though. <laughs> I honestly, man, I feel like okay. it's it, gone down in quality. Quality <laughs> went downhill hill after a couple of years of them being in business. But it, but it's not like you go there because you're like it's gay. No, you go you Chipotle. You would eat there in the past. You like it's. You've eaten there in the past. It used to be a place you'd go to. Well, of course he's eaten there in the to, past. I, I to... used to eat there in the past, yeah, and would eat there, uh, you know, with joy in my heart. See, thanks. Um, Thank I, you. Right, right I used to do the same it. until I realized it was gay. But uh, there's something oh, about it now, looking man. Looking yourself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, he was eating on be, some Chipotle to gay honest, today. Felt like felt gay. Uh, to be honest, though, I pay for it terribly. Something about it fucks me up. Uh, just indigestion, uh, heartburn. It's fucking mm. you from the inside. Life. <laughs> Pretty much. That's life. Uh, That's life. <laughs> Charlie, you were so mad at me earlier. <laughs> yeah, because I like Chipotle. <laughs> it's good food. Blah. It's better than going to Taco Bell or. Well, geez. Three and that's a decent show edited, probably an hour and a half. I mean, we fucking we're a bunch of catty bitches, man. We can talk. Yeah, yeah, that's the problem. Whoa, what the fuck, <laughs> Kevin? <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> you better go wipe yourself because that sounded like a waterfall coming out of that fucking ass. Ah, <laughs> oh, damn it! I feel bad for your kids. <laughs> probably smell it through the floor. <laughs> oh goodness oh wow what about boobs are good what about flat booby big Side nipply boob. uh, I'm down remember like remember those like big funny pencils you used to get as a little kid that were like a half inch thick mm-hmm. it looks like yes. one of those erasers <clears throat> on a flat boob oh the nipple like Farrah Fawcett nipples uh, I just saw a, uh, I don't, I can't think of her name off the top of her head, but I saw a photo of her. She gets naked in a show that I watched. I haven't gotten to that part yet, obviously, but she's got really small, gorgeous breasts, but her nipples are like that fucking long, almost like, uh, like a, a pencil eraser, eraser. Or pieces of candy. What? <laughs> like pieces of candy. You want to, yeah, yeah. uh, Want to chew oh, on like jerky? Ew! Why would you chew on a nipple like that? Just shut up! I'm making oh, jokes. Not funny. Well, you're not funny. Okay. That's what he's into. Chipotle. Are you, are you a nipple chewer? Yes. Sorry, Daddy. That's what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Dude. Yeah. You heard about Kevin? He's a nipple. <laughs> he's chewer. a nipple biter. <laughs> don't, don't, don't watch out no nipple no nipple safe around yeah, him that's right that's watch ben out walks around rock hard nipply <laughs> watch out jay treadway you know what i mean yeah oh my god yeah chill out's coming i'm gonna be chewing on nipples yeah. he loves them ice cold nipples <laughs> no my favorite part about the chill out is nipples nipples Yep. Are you recording right now? By the way? Absolutely, I'm recording. <laughs> Anytime I'm on a uh, recording, I say something dumb, so he's got to be ready. It's got to be on there. Yeah.
You got any jokes for us? Uh, I no. That's next. We're doing that next year. Uh, listen, I'm going with it. You ready? You can go ahead. <laughs> You've been holding <laughs> on to these jokes for too long. <clears throat> what do you call a one-legged woman? Eileen. What do you call, do you call a one? Oh, what do you call a one-legged Asian lady? I don't know. Irene. <laughs> Irene. What do you call? What do you call a guy with no arms and no legs on your doorstep? Oh, uh, do tell. Matt. Matt. Call, <laughs> Matt. Yeah. What do you call a guy with no arms, no legs in the ocean? What's that? Bob. <laughs> oh, Bob. <laughs> Bob Uh, what else you got? Anything? I'll probably think of something later on. You'll think of something later on. I had a good one. I thought about. It. I was telling people the other day. Hey. Oh, like when's a de- when's an Asian's dentist favorite time? When? Tooth hurdy. Tooth hurdy. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, Jesus Christ. What do you call? Welcome what do you to call? The Elliot Show. What do you call? A, what do you call a, her- a herd of cows masturbating? Oh, do tell. Beef stroking off. Beef stroking off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There we go. Yep. Hey, gentlemen. Yeah. Are we going? I'm the keeper of time. Oh. Are you uh, our moral compass? Oh, nothing to do with moral, just more about we've already wasted 10 minutes talking about <laughs> nipples. I mean, is it a waste? Is it really a waste? Yeah. Is it a waste? No. Yeah. That's right. true. It's not a waste. Yeah. You could do it. It's a. You could ask, what do you call a person who doesn't masturbate? Oh, God. Here we go. What? A liar. A liar? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. You guys ready? Born. Okay. Let's talk to to Daryl first, because I'm just going to go right into my weeks. (laughs) What? Oh, are you? Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Okie dokie. Here we go. 